here with our new friend Brandon. We really appreciate you taking the time to talk to us today. Yeah, yeah. We met you last night at this awesome comedy club called Madhouse. Yep, Madhouse Comedy Club over in uh, the Gaslamp District. Yep, we're in San Diego now. Um, so Brandon, tell us a little about yourself. We heard you just moved to San Diego. Yep, I moved here uh, last Monday. So wow. I'm from Massachusetts, from the South Shore, first generation American. Uh, my parents are from Cape Verde. It's a country over in Africa, so being a first-generation American was interesting. Like, growing up, I'm like the first line of defense culturally for my parents. Like, I had to teach them things, because my mom oh, was wow. four, so she's a little bit more American, but my dad was 18 when he came over. Oh, wow. So, heavy immigrant uh, vibes. Uh, but anyways, working in, uh, in, in uh, real estate back in Massachusetts, so I had helped people rent apartments. And so, I just wanted to change up the pace, so I came out to San Diego. Is everybody from Cape Verde as handsome as you are? <laughs> He's gorgeous, you guys. We should have filmed this. Um, awesome. Well, what's your first impression on San Diego so far? This is my second time being here. I visited back in April and fucking loved it. First day. You just out. knew you wanted to live here? Yeah, yeah. I went out at 7 a.m. for like just a morning stroll, and like three hours later, I just had a huge smile on my face just walking down the boardwalk, and I was like, all right, this is it. Fuck yes. I'm glad it's not just me. Like, I'm just over here, like, fucking creaming over the city the whole time. I'm like, Andrew, it's just so beautiful. I can't handle it. And but. then, like, I didn't realize the, um, like, I didn't remember that the sun sets differently here. So the first night I, I was on the beach and just like, what the fuck? You, right? don't, you don't get that in the East Coast. It's very different. And I, so it was a small little detail that, like, just gorgeous i've yeah. noticed a difference because well actually i guess i can't say i have because we're west coast sun co sunsets we're from the gulf mm. we live on the gulf of mexico oh, that's weird. um so technically yeah, like the west yeah, yeah, coast yeah. of florida uh but yeah i'm originally from virginia so definitely okay east coast west coast sunsets um yeah all right well we're glad to hear that you love san diego yeah yeah two weeks in and i don't want to go back so Fuck yeah. Your parents gonna come visit you? Yeah, my mom's coming in uh, for Christmas. Yay. And then my grandfather's gonna take the first flight since he came to the States. So he's gonna check it out. Oh, wow. He's never flown since he's been nah, in the States? It's been like almost 50. No, yeah, like 40, 50 years. Wow, that's exciting. Um, how did you get the gig at the comedy club? Uh, so I've always been a huge stand-up fan growing up. And uh, last November, my younger brother, who's 18, was like, fuck it, I'm gonna do an open mic. And I was like, ah, shit, I can't let him do it before me. So we went the same night. Went to this comedy club in Somerville. He went up, I didn't. Uh, and then the next week, I actually did one. And uh, did pretty well, surprisingly. Uh, so I liked it. And then for some reason, just didn't get back on stage. And so when I came up to San Diego, I was like, all right, I can't just sit at home. I want to get into doing something. Yeah. So I was exploring the comedy clubs. I ended up going to one over uh, right by the homeless shelter called Mission Brewing. Okay. And met some of the guys there. Uh, and they mentioned Madhouse. And so I've been going like three, four times a week now. And now you're their sound guy. Right? Yeah, I asked them yesterday. Or the first night I went and they were like, yeah, we don't really have time for you today. So if you like offer oh. a help, you usually get up on, on a little earlier. So I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll do the sound. Okay. And it was, and, fun. It was cool. And then you got up there anyways. Yeah, yeah. That was my second time. I went up the um, the night before, but I only had a minute because we had so many people going on. Uh, okay. So like five minutes before, I'm like in my head trying to figure out what to say because I'm still new at it. Uh, uh. And then I had to condense five minutes into one didn't really know how to do it well and ate shit but it was fun no you did yeah. great well, that was the night before yesterday was a little bit more relaxed but still not what i wanted but it was cool it was fun. i admire it man it takes yeah. balls to get up there andrea fucking got up there last night you guys she just fucking signed herself up for the open no, mic she, and she, she killed it, it. Yeah. right I, she had done it before. I figured you guys were just doing like comedy show circuits oh look oh 
the compliment for real. We can't wait to share Andrea's first stand-up bit with you guys. Um, I'm going to hand this off to Andrea now. Thanks again, Brandon, for joining us. We're really excited to talk yeah, to you. Thank you. Okay. Well, thanks for the compliment. I love it. Uh, everyone will never know besides you <laughs> besides you and Lauren and maybe a couple other people. Anyways, uh, so you know what this podcast is about, correct? Yep. Travel, sex, and was it self-discovery? Yeah, pretty much. So we do have a 15-ish question interview that we, honestly, whatever comes to mind, please answer. Don't think a lot into it. We're just, we just want to (laughs) hear. We just want to hear everyone's opinions. So we're going to start with uh, the travel topic. I feel like that's the easiest. So um, we did ask you how you did pack. Do you want to just explain shortly? Yeah, yeah. so like, um, I guess I had a pretty quick answer. People were surprised by yeah. like, I went to school abroad for like 10 months and then traveling around for school and shit. I got pretty good at like just packing light. So I always try to pack like one shirt for every day and then like two extra shirts in case some shit goes down. And then same thing for like underwear, socks, one extra pair for emergencies and then like two pairs of pants. And then depending on where I'm going, like shoes might vary, but big fan of wearing Birkenstock, so. There you go. Love it. Um, so what items do you bring every time you travel? Like your essential? Obviously phone. Um, I like to have a notebook, something to write stuff down. And then if I don't have my phone, a camera. Yeah, okay. I love to take photos when I'm traveling. Yeah. I mean, we're getting better at it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so would you rather fly or drive? I actually just drove across the country um, like a couple months ago, and it was really dope, but I don't want to do that all the time. So I definitely say fly. Like, I want to get there and explore like, the destination. Like I was yeah. driving through Oklahoma for like forever. hours. That's a waste of time. You don't need to do that. <laughs> Not Oklahoma. I've been there once. Okay, <laughs> see, that's about it. That's all I did. Um, so what is your best or worst travel story? Hmm. That's a good question. What's more fun, worst or best? I mean, I don't know your story, so. Uh, I'd say best, I guess it's a travel story. I was going abroad for grad school. I lived in Spain and it was a nice culinary. I was there for 10 months, so I'll say that was a travel. Um, yeah. Lived on like seven minute walk to the beach, paid 400 bucks in rent. Um, so and then nice. they had like a ton of Michelin star restaurants. So we'd have like just Basque food all the time. And it was green, sunny, it's nice. Oh my God. Yeah, that was, that was $400. 400 bucks. What part of Spain? Uh, the Basque country. So San yeah. Sebastian. It was like uh, on the Northeast coast, like an mm-hmm. hour from France. So I could take the bus to France, come back in. It was nice. You're like, I can just pop in, pop out whenever I want. Uh, literally explore without even trying all right i'm so jealous yeah, right now yeah it does all right so we're gonna hop on to our next subject which is self-growth um we again we're starting with a question we did ask you but shortly do you do anything that you'd consider self-care yeah so uh sporadic i do like morning yoga and i've been in a pretty good like like i got a streak going since i've been in san diego for me, it's a good way to like kind of meditate at the same time. Like just sitting down, I start to get like ADD, but going through the movements and focusing on like my breath and not falling, that's the best way for me to kind of 
center myself in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do talk a little bit about meditation and breath work on a couple episodes, so I'm glad you mentioned that. All right. The next question is, how do you meditate? It sounds like you use yoga. Yeah, yoga. Uh, and then I was taking jujitsu classes for like a few months, and that can be pretty meditative in a way, too. You're just like really focused on not getting choked out, but you can't really focus on like work and shit. <laughs> So, um, I do JKD. Do you know what that is? Jeet Kune Do. Oh, no. Okay. So, um... Some Bruce Lee shit? Some Bruce Lee shit. That, or I do, like, Krav Maga. So, like, I understand that whole meditative experience when you're trying not to get choked out. Yeah, and then you can go, like, (laughs) with, I guess, just more than other things, you can go full blast and not, like, hurt yourself. So, at the end of it, you're exhausted, you focus for an hour... It's a big like community too, so it's really nice. Oh yeah, I feel yeah. like anyone in if you've ever been to a convention, um, I've been to a couple like talks and stuff with people that go overseas, the teachers and stuff like that. If you ever get to go to a convention for anything like that, it's really, it's a lot of self growth just in that. Mm. It's amazing. So, all right, um, how do you know when you're stressed? Hmm. I have a short temper and it gets shorter. I don't get mad, I just get irritated really quickly. I start to complain about shit. All right, so your indicator is just like, uh. Yeah, if I'm complaining about like, <laughs> the fucking fans, Complaints? The, the fans making a weird noise, I, I'm, I'm stressed out. Yeah. You're like, the fridge is too loud. <laughs> yeah, some shit like that. Anything going on there, my phone's taking too long to load. Oh, that's just irritating in general. Yeah. Probably like the worst person to talk about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, do you think you need therapy? Oh, yeah, everybody does. Oh, my God. Such a good answer. <laughs> You're doing too well at this interview. Therapy's <laughs> just expensive. Brandon, you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> therapy is expensive. Um, it's gotten better throughout yeah, I, this I short time. Yeah, um, like the teletherapy during COVID. I didn't like it, though. I was like in my car talking oh, like- to this dude, and it's just like not fully like you're not paying attention because i'm like looking at people walking by on the sidewalk and then he's probably at home wearing like shorts and shit so it's just i'd rather be in person you're just like thinking of your therapist in their underwear (laughs) 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 i mean if you put aside time and like make sure it's a regular thing i think those are the people that do really well with it but you're right if you're trying to multitask as we all do every phone call in the car anyways yeah i can see where that gets a little I think it's a thing that takes, like, full, like, absorption in the moment. So, like, being in the room with them is, like, key, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, and then a lot of the good ones, the atmosphere, they literally work on. So, like, like, their office and stuff like that. For sure, and then, like, how you react to a question. You might not say anything, and that might say a lot to them. Oh, yeah. There's a lag in the fucking audio or in the video. Yeah, gestures, facial expressions. That's literally how I read all my patients, Mm. so... Whether you're shaking your knee like you are right now. Yeah, I mean, I have ADHD, so... It's not nerves, it's just I need to move, apparently. All right, we're going to get dirty real quick. All right. So how many people is it okay to date or talk to at once? Hmm, I guess it depends on the dynamic. Like, if there's an open relationship, which is, like, super popular right now, I guess it's just, like, what's, like, safe? Like disease-wise. Okay. Uh, yeah. But if you're safe in a monogamous, sex always. Mo- a monogamous relationship, then it should be one-on-one, right? 
So do you think there's a difference between talking and dating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what's the difference? Hmm. If you're dating somebody, there's a conversation like, hey, we're, like, establishing a relationship. If you're just talking, like, we went on a couple dates, you're cool to hang out with, but you haven't really broken down anything. Okay. All right. So you think it's just a conversation about, like, what what's going to happen? Yeah, not necessarily, like, a conversation, an agreement, something going on where you, like, talk about what your values are. They line up, and you're like, all right, let's, let's try it out. So do you think that's between talking and dating? Should be. Okay. So, like, you're talking, and all of a sudden you're like, you know, I kind of want to date. Let's see what you want. You, are we doing this one-on-one thing? Or are we, like, pollying it up and <laughs> dating, like, five people at once? I don't I know. Mean, I think it shows, like, where the other person's at, too, if they don't want to have that conversation. Yeah. Bringing up that conversation sometimes. Not the best. It's too, if you bring it up on the first date. It's a little... Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I like the honesty actually we just did um speed dating in austin randomly another mm. first for us um and one of the guys was Polly. straight out told lauren that he was Polly. so you had to join the club and i was like well way to be up front yeah. <laughs> i mean i guess you don't expect anything else afterwards no surprises i don't know very interesting all right if you had to pick what's your favorite condom brand I feel like condoms are a thing where you don't go with, like, generic brands. Like, it's worth the investment. So I, I usually go Trojan. They make generic brands? Yes, there's generic yeah, brands. Yeah, condoms that you pass out and shit. Like, the ones at school that are flavored. Like, I don't trust Have that. Have you ever been to the health department, Lauren? Obviously not. They're oh, my God. Yeah, the health department gets out a whole bunch. And sometimes they'll have Magnums and Trojans, but most of the ones are, like what are they called like ones i actually have there's some there's, in my bag over there, there if you want to grab too. i think that's like the adidas to to trojan's nike <laughs> wait Durex? is that what you said yeah yeah, yeah. okay <laughs> colleges gave those out i think my, you masked it you got Durex. you know what they're trying they're free listen free condom is better than no condom <laughs> guys i'm just making sure you guys know that um do you own lube yeah yeah all right i mean that's important that was a new purchase oh Okay, what made you? <laughs> uh, it was out of necessity. Yeah. Okay, 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 fair, fair enough. Um, you know how many guys actually say they don't? That's kind of scary. Anyways, uh, have you ever measured your penis? I'm not asking about the every details. Guy every yeah, guy, every does. guy does. Every guy does. Not like regularly, but at one point, every guy does. Like. Yeah, but what do you use? Are you, like, using an object, or are you actually using, like, a ruler? I just thought of a South Park episode that talks about this. Oh, God. I guess it depends. Like, if you have some curve, you might have to use, like, a string or something. <laughs> like a measuring tape. Yeah, you can use, yeah, you can use measuring tape. There's, there's different, I think... Yeah, but you think everyone just takes it, like, literally gets an incremental... I don't know, like... A measuring system, or do you actually think? I think there's there's arguments on what the best system is. <laughs> the best. System. I like the string theory. That sounds that could be a good sounds one, accurate. Yeah, yeah. String theory. Oh my. Okay. So, uh, so have you used both? Wait, I just 
says, what did you use? So did you use like an object or did you actually use like a measuring tool? What do you call those? Well, those would be the same thing, huh? No, I'm like, okay. So like, like, like a device. Like your phone. Oh, like, a, like an AR shit? You know, no, no, no. <laughs> you know how you like. That's the best I, way to do that. We I have that with apartments. We do like the VR, um, like 3D tours. And you yeah. can scan shit. That might be the best way. Yo, that app's fucking sick, though. <laughs> Virtual dick measurements. Yes. Yeah, uh, well, that was actually my friend's app idea. Kind of went downhill <laughs> after that. But um, no, uh, what I'm saying is. Uh, I use I, a ruler. I hear a lot of guys be like, yeah, it's about the size of my. It's like the size of my phone or the size of this. I don't you can fucking do that know. Too. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we hear more often. Yeah. So I didn't know if there was. Measuring. I, I, I was a math kid growing up. I liked numbers. So. Oh, okay. I mean, that's that's the best answer. <laughs> Duh. Um, what are your thoughts on toys in the bedroom? Pro. Um, little experience. Little experience before it. Yeah. So, like, what's your? I love that you're pro. Mm. I mean, uh, like, tell me a little bit more about like why you're pro. Um, I think if a guy needs help and he can use some like equipment, why not? Yeah, right. I, it's like free too. Like if she's going from one orgasm to like ten, like fuck it. Literally, it just takes about twenty to forty minutes, guys. Twenty. Oh, oh. Let me let me remind him real quick. It takes twenty to forty minutes to get us to peak to orgasm. At least twenty minutes. What is the starting point? Like when oh, you start it, like foreplay. Okay. foreplay yeah. yeah 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 okay like if if you're like the sexual yeah. tension sexual tension for like 20 minutes yeah even if you're like around each other yeah it's the arousal part and flirting that's part of that 20 minutes right yeah. so like mentally is it yeah yeah 20 to 40 minutes that's a long time it is yeah that's a long time considering it's like 20 to 40 guys busting like <laughs> all right this is the other question last question but um, please expand on what you said yesterday. What does good sex mean to you? Okay, I actually I, I rethought my answer a little bit. Same same answer more or less, but like I think it's changed as I've gotten a little. I'm 27 now, so I'm a mature man. <laughs> um, and I think good sex, like I said yesterday, like she comes at least once. I come. Every guy comes every time, so it's, it's assumed. Uh, uh, and then good weed after, and then ideally now, I want to be able to, or want to hang out with her afterwards. Okay, like some kind of connection. Yeah, there's a connection. Like, you better be vibing, or something's, I don't know. That's yeah, not like, as happen. a young dude, you feel like you just fucking came out of being a werewolf after you come. You're like, where the fuck am I? And then you just want to leave. Oh, it's not clarity. Yeah, yeah does that post not clarity? You're like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, she's not even that cool, but... Now I want that. So that's part of the good sex. All right, cool. He's so mature. Love to hear So it. mature. Um, I was listening to a different podcast, and um, of course it was a group of guys. And they're like, post-nut clarity, women don't understand. And I'm like, I think we understand. Sorry, we have a post-orgasm clarity, too. But I think the issue <laughs> is that guys will go to extreme lengths. Oh, yeah. So I mean... To get the fuck out? No, like? to get fucked. <laughs> Yes. And then after you're like, dude, I did all that for this. The and twenty it's good in the moment. And then but that that post not clarity hits you. That twenty seconds they left. 
I had a guy literally last 20 seconds and he's like, can't wait to tell my bros. He said that? Yes. He was definitely crying inside. Military dude. That's tough. Military dude too. (laughs) I don't know what the fuck was going through that mind, but that was very interesting. All right. So Brendan, you said you had some questions for us. What you got? What you got? I I took some notes today. Um, so the first one, so I know you guys mentioned that, or you ladies mentioned that you're bisexual. Uh, one of my best friends of like 10 years just came out recently as being bisexual to me and my friends, and he wanted some advice. He hasn't really taken the plunge yet, or the plunger, but... <laughs> um, mindful masturbation. Uh, I think that's important. If you don't know what that is, that's when you pretty much take out time for yourself masturbate see what you like first Mm. so toys just regular touching any kind of stimulus um and then once you kind of know like what areas that you want to that you're more curious about that's when you start reaching out and that's when i told you about feld which Mm. is an app very specific you can put in that you're curious you don't have to put that you're like straight by or anything like that um but it's like dipping your toe in the water but Definitely mindful masturbation first. Kind of get the thing going. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to start off in a dude's fucking... Yeah, I mean, in addition to... Oh, hold on, let me get Lauren on here. (laughs) In addition to Feld, like, I just straight put it on my Tinder bio. Like, hey, I'm I'm bi-curious. I've determined that I am. Like, I want to explore this, but, like, with somebody that's willing to, like... Teach. Be patient and Mm -hmm. teach and stuff and just, like... I mean, people put all kinds of honesty on their Tinder profiles and just put it out there and he'll find the right person eventually. Yeah, I mean, like, as a, as just somebody looking for a dude, he's like, it's way easier in this direction to find somebody, um, just from his experience, just like getting people to talk to him. So I, I think he's like kind of going down that road already, mm-hmm. but let's get to know. Cool. Yeah. Once you know what you like and then, um, you know, there's spots where you can find people all the time, like mm-hmm. you said, especially easier if you're in the whole nightlife um then you can set your boundaries and be like hey this is what i'm about so yeah um so you mentioned a little while ago that like it takes 20 to 40 minutes for the woman to get to her peak Mm -hmm. um how long do you actually want to have sex though because like like porn really completes it for guys they're like oh this video is 45 minutes i need to be going for at least the fuck porn are you watching Anyways. This is a common thing, no? It's a great question. Yeah, yeah. I think we have different answers, too. We definitely that. have different answers. Yeah, I'm sure I'm, it's I'm, a preference thing, but, like, I'm most gonna, guys are kind of programmed with that if they are growing up, like, watching, like, modern-day porn. Yeah, I feel like they have to last for 40 minutes. Or yeah. Wait, yeah. what porn are you guys watching? The porn I watched last, like, five fucking minutes. Like, I don't understand. Uh, I mean, I... I am the long-term person. I can keep going. My sex drive does not go down, unfortunately. So uh, I can keep going all day long. That doesn't bother me. Now, if you're talking about, like, one session, I don't know how the fuck you describe that. (laughs) Uh, Like, a couple orgasms in each session, I would say, right? Uh, Yeah, it's not like, oh, fucking, like, only in the morning. It's just, like... It goes in, it goes out, and then we take a break. Like, what? What's the time span there? Ideally. Okay, so before you take a break, you're like, how long? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Because what they what we don't realize is they're editing this shit. So the guy already came like four times. The, the kid or the yeah, the teenagers like, oh, this guy's been going for forty five minutes. Just I mean, bang, I've bang, had bang, bang, guys bang. last an hour without coming. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, Do you like that though? That's the question. It's just like, is that what you want? Nah, not always. I'm like usually, usually like a good time frame is that forty five minute mark. Yeah. Like, most guys don't last two minutes. So, I mean, if I can get two rounds and then <laughs> be, like, a 40-minute session, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. All right, Lauren. All right, so Andrea is staying true to the porn timeline. Um, <laughs> I think it's best practice to try to get the girl to come first. Mm-hmm. Ideally, you know, y'all would orgasm together, but that's so rare. Uh, but I take it as a compliment when guys, you know, come in fucking five minutes, honestly. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know. It's a little annoying if I haven't reached, but uh, yeah, I mean, I take it as a compliment. I think like 15 minutes is good. Maybe I'm just lazy and I can only be on top for so long, but no, so, I, mean, I want to go again in a little while. Yeah, like you're going to take a break and but you like, might do like two, three minutes rounds. minutes yeah. fine. Lauren, how many times have you actually orgasmed uh, like before they have? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like a fair amount of times. <clears throat> Damn, all these gentlemen around you. <laughs> no, I'm just saying. That's a great question, though. And I mean, obviously, in that 20 minutes, foreplay, like, foreplay needs to happen. So mm-hmm. maybe like 30, 10 minutes of foreplay. You know what they should 15, do? 15, 20 minutes. Guys should have to watch foreplay and porn. Yeah. And you they have just, to like you have to watch like an app. Like, you can't skip it. Oh God, that's genius. <laughs> Change the whole porn movie. You gotta watch this shit. This they is they cut all that out. I love it. I mean. Porn, porn play, porn, I can't even say it. It's so cheap. Unfortunately enough, that's where, like, for most guys, I think that's where we're getting our, our information until we meet a good lady to teach us. Ooh, right? those teaching moments. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Uh, <laughs> got to teach a lot of them. Uh, but, yeah, I, I get that. I mean, there's got to be more than just... Did I mean, I didn't grow up on porn. Mm. I honestly didn't until like I was a little bit older did I ever watch porn so not saying I never watch porn but I don't know like the flirting and like kind of getting into it I just felt it out like mm-hmm. you guys just straight just you're like porn this is this is the textbook <laughs> like this I don't what, know well, so like, a lot of guys, like, I played sports for them so I was like alright gotta watch the pros do it and see how, how they're going fair the pros aren't that good. Sorry. <laughs> I have to tell you. Um, you think, ah, oh, this guy gets paid to fuck. He must be really good at it. No, he could just get hard with anything. Mm. That's actually a criteria for them. Yeah, like, is not being able to come a qualification for a porn star? Like- yeah, like, less sensitivity, and they can stay hard longer. That's it. Literally. Like, they literally, when they audition, I don't know what the f- porn... <laughs> teaches about auditions but when you audition there's like a fuck ton of people in that room how many guys are fucking shy as hell and they're Mm. like yeah i can't get it up right now like there's like four dudes and like this bitch a little too cold three times yeah right right and they're they're like yeah get hard on the spot like what so pretty much you're like a psychopath (laughs) if you you could be a porn star you're you're a sociopath at least okay (laughs) There's a, there's a disconnect. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I mean, I'm not stereotyping all porn stars. 
Damn. All right, I got one more question. Um, All so right. So, which is the lesser of two evils? Too big or too small? God damn it. <laughs> she does better than me. I've honestly had, like, wonderful sex with somebody that had, like, very not much going on down there. But him and I were, like, in love. So, okay. that helped a lot. That's my only comment there. I, have, I don't have experience with massive things. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to start. <laughs> uh, let me preface this. Uh, I am sure it's in one of our episodes about I've seen two micro penises my whole life. Okay. You can't do anything with that. I'm sorry. There's, there's no. And I've also had a guy that his dick was so large that he couldn't get fully hard. Honestly, I think karma was a bitch. <laughs> the fuck did he do? Uh, he was from Egypt, by the way. Uh, beautiful man, but couldn't get hard. Anyways, uh, so both are curses. <laughs> Shit. Um, how about, like, functioning ones, then? Let's like, just bring in a little bit more. Let's, let's bring in the <laughs> scope let's a little bit. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I have, like... You know, I've seen both extremes, so, um, if we're talking about less extreme, yeah, my, like, that's, that's different. yeah, <laughs> legitly, uh, my ex was less than average, we did have a connection, like Lauren was saying, so sex was good, until I hated him, um, <laughs> obviously, and then, but preference-wise, yeah, I'm going to connect with someone that's on the larger end <laughs> faster. B well, BD. So, what the heck was that last night? He's like... So, I've heard his bit. Um, he, he needed the crowd there. So, he needed somebody to say big dick energy. Oh, yeah, yeah. he was going to come in and say, I don't... Should I ruin it? Yeah, ruin it. Yeah, so he was going to say, <laughs> no, not big dick energy, big dick expectations. That was his BD. Oh, oh was, that makes it, sense. It's a good joke. It was a good joke. I'm sad we didn't come I've heard it. I've heard it done well, and it, it connected. I was like, I uh, big, yeah. big dick energy? No, it was a good joke. All right. We just missed it. We just didn't play along long enough. We were there for a long time. No, you guys wrote it. You wrote it out. And every dude was like, oh, we have ladies? Okay. Because then, especially yesterday, too, a lot of the people there were just comics. So, like, they know each other. So, they're not going to try to get each other to laugh because we've heard their jokes. Yeah, I've heard Yo. the BD joke three, four times. Yeah, you guys don't empathetic laugh for each other. I, I still noticed. laugh. Yeah, I, I still find it funny. Yeah. I didn't see you laugh. <laughs> I think I was one of the loudest laughers there. I didn't laugh at him as much because I knew what he was going with and I knew he just didn't, he fucked it up, but I was laughing. It was very interesting yesterday considering I went up. That literally, oh, sorry. First time. First time ever going up. Um, so, yeah, it was. It takes a lot of bravery, for sure. It was interesting. I've watched a lot of yeah, comedy shows. What you, what's your review of your first open mic night? Uh, why are the lights so bright? <laughs> That's what you want, though. Why? I don't like wanna, being blinded. You stare into people's souls. Yes, I do. <laughs> not when they're not Scared. <laughs> Yeah, I want to intimidate them. That's the whole fucking point. I, I think that's what it is. It's just kind of puts you in your own like space, kind of. And then it's probably good for camera. I don't know. Oh, well, duh. Lights are always great for camera. Uh, 
And a lot of guys record themselves through the open mic. I see guys put Yeah, I in. saw that. I was like, ew. Recorded you. I, you recorded me. I didn't need to be recorded. Literally, uh, I'm I'm going to tell you, Brandon. I was literally shaking. I was like, I hope no one sees me shaking right now. Pretty good public speaker, but I was still nervous because it's my first time. I'm like, hold this mic like you're holding a dick, just like really t- <laughs> firm, firmly. Well, this is different. Like I, I talk to different people, like new people every day for my job too, is as a real estate agent. But like. I know the script. Like I know what I'm gonna say. I have a good idea what they're gonna say, so I'm pretty comfortable. On stage, you have no idea what's gonna happen. Even if you tell the same joke the same exact fucking way. That's an interesting way of thinking. I don't know what people are gonna say at the hospital, so that's a little bit different, yeah. <laughs> There's no script there. They say some wild shit. <laughs> Alright, Brandon, you have any other questions for us? Um no, I think that was it. I think we I think we had a good conversation. Yeah. All right. Well, I thank you for your time. Yeah, oh, do you want to throw out your Instagram handle as an aspiring comic? Yeah, and yeah. so I, I made my uh, my comedian Instagram yesterday. Oh, uh, nice. So I only have a couple of posts, but it's uh, it's my name. I, I landed my name on uh, on IG. So it's Brandon with a Y, B-R-A-N-D-Y-N, Evora, E-V as in victory, O-R-A, Brandon Evora. Hell yeah. Love that you spell your name with a Y. I didn't choose it, but I like it. Ah. Thank you so much, Brandon. You're fucking rad. Take care.